Cool. That was funky, man. Groovy. Welcome to the Stompbox situation. That was a fun little blues jam with Austin on his Gibson 339. Hello, everybody. And uh, me on that my... Was... Ian ripping hard on a 60th anniversary Fender Stratocaster mm. American Pro. And what's Deluxe. what's the color of that, Ian? So many words. It's a Fiesta Red. Fiesta best Red. Best color known to man. Thank you, Leo Fender. And Austin, what is your favorite color of guitars? Because you've got a theme going on here. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> tobacco Burst. Mm. In nothing but. He has, right burst. now, I'm staring at Austin. With his Tobacco Burst 339, and he's got three Tobacco Burst guitars right behind him on the wall. Hanging on the wall. And There's no better color than that. A lot of people would argue, maybe, with that <laughs> statement, but but here's my refinement on it. There's no more, there's no more classic color than that. Like, nothing gets more classic than that burst, mm-hmm. right? When you see a Strat in that burst, I mean, that screams, like, American rock yeah. and roll, 1960s, 1970s. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it's it's iconic. It's iconic for sure. But then you've got people out there who love their Lake Placid blue and their Olympic white. Mm-hmm. and Or the not, candy apple reds. Yes. Those are good colors. They are, but, you know. Like a 335 red. Little cherry, cherry red, Ooh. yeah, yeah. I mean, priceless, priceless. That that goes in the same category of like a a, a two tone burst or a three tone burst strap. Mm-hmm. It's just like a classic image that you'll never get out of your head. Cherry three three five. And speaking of a classic, we're gonna be demoing a classic pedal right here. We are. So today, what we have for you guys is a personal favorite of mine by Tone Bakery, and Tone Bakery is i would say a pretty small pedal company not a lot of people have heard of them but Mm -hmm. they make an amazing clon clone and it's called the creme brulee and i believe they also have a sort of more deluxe version of the creme brulee as well Mm -hmm. what's the Um, difference do you know the difference it might be called like the creme de la creme or something creme de la creme i have to look that up do you know the difference between the deluxe and the non-deluxe well is this is this the deluxe version of it no this, this is, is like standard. their standard this was like i think their first clon clone design mm-hmm. i think the deluxe one there's more i think there might be a second stomp on it mm-hmm. so you can like double your drive or like add some extra yeah. drive on top of it something like that is i don't this, know for sure though is this clone clone going after the silver clone or the gold clone do you know that's a fantastic question i believe it's the silver clone mm-hmm. although i don't know for certain i'm not that much of a clone expert Mm-hmm. So the creme de la creme, which is the Tone Bakery's second version or improved version on the creme brulee, I would say, offers a second stomp, which allows you to cut the gain from your signal or turn it back on. And so mm-hmm. it's fantastic in the sense that you could use this as a clean boost for your whole show. And then when you need to really kick out and come out into the lead, you just tap that gain on and... You're a little bit louder. You got that crunch, that tone in there, and it takes you to a lead tone in just a second. Where mm-hmm. you know, if you have the creme brulee, which is fantastic, you might also want a clean boost on your board as well. So they do offer that on the creme de la creme. Visually, this pedal is also pretty pleasing. It's a nice, clean. It's not a lot of graphics on it. Yeah, mm. I agree. I really like. I like that. I think they saved a lot of money, probably, mm-hmm. and. 
made the pedal at, at a way more affordable price by not ninety nine. Like, yeah, it cost me ninety nine dollars yeah, on Amazon. A hundred bucks. I have not replaced it in a year of having it. Mm -hmm. I've played Klons before at a vintage shop. They're great, but like I'm, I would tell anybody to go pick this up, especially if you're balling on a budget. Yeah, because if you don't want to drop two grand on a Klon, drop ninety nine dollars on something that mm -hmm. to me is 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 fantastic for most lead tones you could need from blues to rock and roll to a clean boost if you're just doing jazz or maybe even country yeah. it covers it's covered everything for me the, the things i feel like mm -hmm. i can't get with this pedal are pretty much maybe like um some heavy fuzz tones that doesn't quite come through yeah i don't think you would even expect to get that from that pedal though because no. it's, it's an od or a boost no exactly you know but there are some od pedals out there that I would say have some distortion options or some some uh, parameters that allow them to get a lot more crunchy and fuzzy. Yeah, heading more into the distortion. Yeah, for zone. sure. Yeah, the distortion oh. fuzz zone, the metal zone, the metal zone. Let's let's first start with the visual side of the pedal. So it's a three knob pedal, a good old one stomper. What, how would you describe that color, Ian? That's a good question. Um, Maybe off white mixed with. An olive? Yeah, what someone pointed out to me, which blew my mind because I was trying to figure out the same thing for a while and I kept mm -hmm. putting it in an off-white or cream territory. Mm -hmm. Someone said it was the classic pickguard mint green where it looks white, but if you really look, it's a it's like a minty green. And mint I think they're actually right. I think it's modeled yeah. after that vintage color because it also has um, some old-school-looking knobs on it too. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's a mint, it's like a mint green, but it would fool you. It almost looks like this creamy white mm -hmm. color from afar, similar to the old Stratocaster pickguards. Mm -hmm. but like, for example, the one Ian has on right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like subtly you say that's white, but when you really look at it, you realize it's modeled it's a more of a green. Mint green, yeah. yeah. It's cool. What a subtle touch, right? Yeah. You would, like, I would have never thought to do that on my guitar. Mm -hmm. It's cool that Fender did. Or put it on the pedal. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, as Austin said, there's only three knobs on the Tone Bakery, and that's treble, gain, and level. Mm -hmm. And most of you are familiar with the classic Klon Centaur, which has the same um, three knob setup. Mm -hmm. And this is a buffered bypass signal. Buffered would help with long cable runs when you're... Guitar signal starts to drop, you lose most of the high end, you keep a lot of the low end. So buffer would push the high end back up. But sometimes when you feed a buffer into a fuzz, it messes with the fuzz a little bit. Mm. Makes it sound a little weird while you would feed a fuzz into something that's buffered. So you have to kind of plan where the buffer is going to be. That's why on a lot of pedal loopers, they have buffers at different positions. The higher mm. end ones, like the RJM Mastermind, you could put a buffer... I don't know the exact locations, but you could put a buffer after the fourth loop and then one after the sixth and then one after the eighth mm. and then one at the end or one in the front kind of thing. Yeah. You know, because say if you have a fuzz starting in the beginning of your chain and a buffer will mess with how the fuzz interacts with your guitar signal, you just want to put the buffer after that because then you're going to have a long cable run to your amp, say if you're playing on a, a large stage or something like that. Yeah, so that's a fantastic benefit of having a buffer in your pedal, but also something mm -hmm. you have to plan for, right? Yeah. For example, last week we did the Strymon Big Sky, and 
you can turn on and off the buffer. Mm, that's an awesome feature. Yeah, you because know, Strymon anticipates you to use the reverb almost last in your chain. So you want to buffer. A lot of people like to buffer at the end to get that bigger boost for that long cable run rather than in front. That's awesome. And you could turn it on and off. So I guess that would be the trade-off of, you know, what if you want to put the OD before a fuzz, but it's buffered and you can't really, you know, you may be a little limited there. Yeah, absolutely. You'd have to plan ahead in order to have that pedal mm -hmm. put somewhere on your board, right? Um, and you'd have to make sure, like you said, it meshed with your pedal chain. Yeah. Um, one major difference, too, uh, between this circuitry and the Klon Centaur circuitry is that they decided to boost the mids more than you'd hear on the Klon circuitry. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's a, so that you get a little more bite in the middle. Huh. Um, and they intentionally did that, I think, to, you know, in lieu of their name, to go with sort of a creamy, rich tone. Yeah. And I would say, especially for, like, clean boosts, since this is a transparent overdrive, in case you guys are unfamiliar with Klons, um, for clean boost, it's it's really stays in this rich, warm, nice area. And then even if you crank that gain all all the way up, people will hear it, but it's still very warm, even mm -hmm. even when you start to get a lot of crunch in there. So, mm -hmm. well, that's about the pedal, right? Yeah, you as far get as the it? aesthetics, yeah. I mean, other than that, it's got a nice little red light and one stomp. Mm -hmm. And today I'm going to be playing rhythm and Ian's going to be ripping over me. This is going to be my tone for today. I'll give you guys a little taste. That's my tone. I'm not going to be doing any tone changes at all. I'm going to be keeping it pretty simple here. I don't, I'm running through my pedal board. I'm just using the big sky on a spring setting just to add a little bit of reverb. And then I'm actually going through a Fender bass breaker. Um, first time I'm ever using this amp. It's a, and it so sounds fantastic. I'm not very knowledgeable on it. But we're cracking the dust off of it. Yeah, cracking the dust on it. It doesn't offer any onboard reverb. That's why I'm running through my board. But the only thing on right now is the big sky just in a spring setting. Yeah, And then I am running from a Stratocaster, Fender Stratocaster, into the Tone Bakery and straight into Austin's Vox AC-15. So there's no other tone really going on. There's a slight amount of reverb coming from the amp. Um, other than that, everything's uh, pretty much set at noon. So here is a dry signal, like, you know, just my guitar right, right into the amp. And then we are going to, I think, just jump into demoing the pedal. Yeah. Right? Why do you want to do it? So should I play something? And I guess Ian's just going to go on and off with the pedal. Yeah. So since this pedal is pretty simple, we're going to keep it short today. And we're just going to run you through essentially what I would use as a clean boost. Mm -hmm. um, then I'll run you through just a, a, a low amount of of gain and treble then we're gonna put the treble treble up to 50 percent 
and I'm going to keep modulating that gain. Um, and then the level is going to pretty much stay the same, although I'll let you guys know if I change that. But it's going to be simple. We're going to run through basically clean boost, low amount of OD, medium amount of OD, high amount of OD. Very simple. And Austin's going to just hold it down for mm -hmm. us today. Hold the grid down, yeah. and I'm just going to, you know, noodle away to give you guys some ideas of these <laughs> different tunes. <laughs> country at the end of it yeah i just I thought like we'd that. like twangify it right twangify yeah we've just been twangified twangify so that was the tone breaker used in just a clean boost setting right yeah so that was like literally in my mind the most perfect example of where i'd use the tone bakery in mm -hmm. like a rock ballad or something where you just want a clean lead to, you know, underscore a melody, right? Like, do you keep the tone bakery in a setting where you can use it as a clean boost when you want to and then pop it on? Or do you keep it in a setting where if you want to get a lead tone, you know, how do you usually work this is what, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Would you rather push into the amp and overdrive the amp that way? Or do you put this on and, and then get your overdriven sound there? Um, generally, I'll use the tone bakery for a clean boost. If I had another OD on my board right now that I was using for a high overdrive. I'd especially mm -hmm. just leave it as that all the time. But I will often leave that on all the time and then just literally lean down for the moment I need it to be like a higher overdrive and I'll crank yeah. my gain up or something. But that doesn't work like if you're at a show, right? If I was at a show, I'd get another overdrive on there. You know? mm -hmm. And you run it first in your chain? Yes, at the moment, I do. So the, the setting we have right now is gain is, what, about 25%, trebles 25%, and levels everything 12 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Because so. the level, it, it can be useful to adjust it if you just want to get a touch of, like, tone enhancement. Mm -hmm. But generally, if you want the overdrive to really come through, it's got to be at least at the at 50%. Maybe 40, 35 at least, but, yeah. but I prefer it right up in the center. Yeah, let's, let's, noon. let's hit that. Okay, so now the gain is at noon, mm -hmm. and we're going to get a much more medium size OD on this. And then we'll crank the treble up in a little bit to give you an idea of how that really makes a difference.
dude, that's so classic. Did that was that, that tone. classic? That's such a classic tone. I know, man. I agree. Wow. That very, very classic tone. Mm-hmm. I love that medium overdrive on on something like a transparent OD like that because yeah. it instantly you can go blues instantly gets you there. Yes, mm-hmm. and with a little reverb. You can mm-hmm. just close your eyes, and for a minute, you can imagine your BB King, right? Mm-hmm. Or you can imagine your your Albert <laughs> King. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, it it just it it unlocks that sweet, luscious tone mm-hmm. out of your amp. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's like the cage opens up, yeah. and it's like run it's free. I'm getting excited. <laughs> let's um, let's do the same groove. Yeah, same blues thing, and push the treble a little bit, push the gain a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. So our gain's at like 60%, treble's about 12 o'clock noon or 50%, mm-hmm. and we've now dropped the level just a little. Just to, to compensate. Yeah, to about like 30 to compensate for the noise level, mm-hmm. but you're still going to hear it. So here we go. We're going to do that same style. It's always fun jamming with yeah. you. So as you can see, same style and just a little more bite, a little mm-hmm. more crunch, and and more distortion when it comes to like you know doing some double stop bands or some yeah you know some hammer ons. There's a lot more distortion there, mm-hmm. and you can control that too. You know, I mean, a lot of people will talk about Peter Green's playing and how he didn't use any pedals, but he was like incredibly in tune with his amp and at what level. That, oh, really? His dynamics? That, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he was so in tune with his own dynamics that he could just play light enough so you wouldn't get the distortion. Or, and then he'd, Oh, well. Yeah, and then he'd push it into that area just through the volume where he's playing on his amp, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so I think you can do that with something like this. You can play really quiet and just... That's pretty clear. But then when you really like... When you really just... Mm-hmm. Give it a strong that strike. Really, there's more crunch. Really allows you to. Yes. See, just it the, the adds so much sustain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's one big, big benefit of this. Why I leave it often as a as a clean OD to mm-hmm. or a clean boost, is that it it adds so much more sustain to your playing. In my experience of it, that's a great way to use it too. Sometimes if you just yeah. want to beef up like a small amp. Yeah, and you could tell that playing through this pedal, you can feel it. You know, the player can feel. You know what I mean? That's probably yes. a very vague way, vague way of saying it. But you know when you pick up an old guitar and all of a sudden you get really inspired. That's what I'm trying to say. 
Yes, I know exactly inspirational. what you're It's not always that you get a pedal and you plug into it, like you're saying, mm -hmm. and you have some instant inspiration or like a guitar where you pick it up and you feel like there are songs waiting for you inside of yeah. it. There are pedals that are definitely not like that, but this one is absolutely one of those pedals where from the moment I put it on my board, I was inspired to explore the tones in the pedal and as a result, the places in which those tones would be most useful. So I feel mm -hmm. like I encouraged my blues playing and my rock playing because I wanted to slap this baby on and see how, yeah. how much it really beefed up this little pro junior tube amp I had. So yeah. at the time I had no, re like it's just a tone knob and a volume knob. And it was the first amp I really ever bought for myself. And that OD was there with me from the beginning and mm -hmm. it helped me like really boost that tone on that amp. So yeah, that's a great, great use of it. All right, let's push this bad boy. Yeah, let's get some just crunchy yeah. thrash tones for Thrash Thursday. And I don't play thrash, but guys, I'm going to try my best at just doing mm. some dirt nasty something. <laughs> Yeah, here's the question of the day. As you know, we insert it randomly throughout mm -hmm. the episode. Should we do two amps more often? Or do you like the dual axe action? Let yeah. us know. Yeah. That's the Tone Bakery in all of its glory. A couple tips and tricks for using the Tone Bakery. So we gave you three ideas of how you could use this. Basically, low OD, mid OD, and high OD. Yep. But some of the ways I use it, besides a clean boost, will be for you know, modulating my tone in very subtle ways. So, for example, if I really want to do like an Allman Brothers style tone, um, I'm playing, let's say, you know, in memory of Elizabeth Reed, and you want that sort of fuzzy, thick, Les Paul OD tone, what you can do is, you know, you can get a humbucker instrument like I have my Les Paul and I run it into the Tone Bakery and I roll my tone out almost completely mm -hmm. on my guitar. I crank that gain up. I kill the treble a little bit. And then you can get this really nice Santana sort of um, uh, Almond Brothers, uh, just thick, fuzzy, powerful, driving rock and roll tone. Um, that's one yep. way I really use this and so even if you're not completely into clean or transparent overdrive trust me you can take this to that santana territory mm -hmm. if you're if you're looking to that's just a little tip from tip, ian rush tip from ian yeah and go on amazon or reverb they're only like 80 bucks right now on there yeah 
All their other pedals are under a hundred. For my review of this pedal, it's totally worth eighty bucks. Wouldn't you spend Easily. eighty bucks on this? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna break your bank. And you're gonna get tasty clon tones, clon like mm-hmm. tones all day. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. My name is Austin. And my name's Ian. We appreciate your support as always. And if you have something you want to share with us mm-hmm. or send our way. Maybe a pedal you want us to review that you've been itching to buy. Maybe we have it in stock. Maybe you make the pedal and you'd love to have some content out there for your uh, company. You know, send us your pedal or shoot us an email. We'd be happy to feature it and we'll get something set up. Thank you again. Mm-hmm.